What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Chaos in Christ podcast. I'm your host, Alexi Felix. And today we are going to be going over some news hit commentaries, really just one piece from the news from Blaze Media. And then I found an article. This article was uh, intentionally found. Not that I knew this article existed, but it was found because of the one uh, word that came out to me as I was listening to another podcast on the Joe Rogan experience, which I will definitely, definitely recommend listening to. I'll list it in the show notes. He does not know me for nothing. You, You already know that, though. I'm just saying that show... That episode, I should say, uh, really opened up my head and to see and to know that everything I believe so far that's happening in media, in the government, in our political climate is confirmed by very smart, intelligent people with credentials that we all at one point in time used to honor and respect. Okay, so very important. Obviously, the term, if you've seen the title of this episode, it's uh, mass psychosis, right? And then what the Bible says about our psychosis. So it's fascinating because everything that's been happening in the culture, when you just look at it, right? Just pay attention. You see exactly what's taking place. It's kind of scary. It freaks you out. You start to wonder what the heck is happening to people. It's a big collective of people doing and acting out in the same irrational and insane manner. And I saw this from 2020. I saw it from the very beginning. It was insane. And uh, I, I would say it woke me up from a deep sleep that I was in. And it drew me back to Christ. It drew me back to God's word. Because I believe that all those years of reading God's word was preparing me for such a time as this to protect my mind from being a part of the mass psychosis that is taking place. Honestly, 100% believe that. And so I give thanks to God who give who gave me grace, who saved me, and regardless of my way of living, he's kept me. And I I've repented and I've I've place my faith completely in Christ and now live for his glory only. But again, all glory goes to him because I've seen a lot of people that would even call themselves Christian that were in the church, the people I used to be with and hang out with. And I got love for you guys, but a lot of you guys bought this insanity and you bought this lie. And then there's some of you that have been waking up recently and I praise God for that. I, I, I am so grateful for that. You know, I would I started speaking out on this stuff, and I don't mean to get all into my story. I'm going to get into the whole content of everything, but I started speaking out on this stuff in 2020 when the madness took place. I started a podcast called The Patriots Calling. I quit it because I honestly believe no one cared, and I was just talking about the truth, and I, I grew very passionate about it because I just could see the lie and how many people, many people that, that I would never believe would have taken this lie and ran with it and did and it broke my heart and it angered me really it pissed me off and I just felt the need to talk about it and then I quit it because I felt like nobody cared but then in due time you know those that were in my inner circle 
a few of them started to come around and their eyes started to open and I started to I start to realize that even if I only open one person's eyes and and reveal to them the lie of the culture, the lie of the world, the lie of the devil himself, right? In our political atmosphere as it is today, then it, then it's worth it. One person because I'm not just telling you the truth of the lies of the government of the media of the fact that I believe there's a totalitarian uh, push to take over our freedoms and to pretty much get rid of the Constitution. But it's so that we recognize that outside of Christ, outside of true faith in God, we this is what we descend to. This is exactly what we descend to. So anyway, let's get into this. The first headline I want to read is from Blaze Media. The title is Video Shows Aftermath of Ambush Shooting of Baltimore Officer as Bystander Says Don't Call the Police to Report the Crime. So um, I think the headline pretty much tells you exactly what's happening here. What happened is a Baltimore police officer who apparently, based on this article, is clinging to life. So I don't believe she's dead. This was released on, uh, well, it was today. Today is the 17th, so it was released today. I believe it was, it doesn't give me a time, but it was released today, so it happened, must have happened today, uh, 2 a.m. actually, 2 a.m. this morning. So she's clinging for her life. She was ambushed, shot, uh, and uh, there was a disturbing video that shows the immediate aftermath of her being shot and bystanders saying, while recording, do not call the police. Isn't that insane? Isn't that like insanity? Why wouldn't you call the police? Someone was ambushed for no reason and is fighting for her life. Wouldn't good, sane people do what what is right? Call the police, call for help. If they themselves do not have the skill set to save a life, fine. I, I mean, no one expects you to be a doctor in the midst of the crowd. If you were... I mean, I would hope you would do something, but nevertheless, do something. I mean, like even as simple as making a phone call, getting the ambulance there and calling the police to, to I mean, save this person's life. And all what, what this report is saying is that this bystander who apparently was shooting the video was informing another woman not to call the police. I'm going to read a little bit of the article. According to a Thursday report from the Baltimore Sun, 39-year-old officer Kiona Holly was sitting inside her patrol car on Thursday night when she was ambushed and shot. One witness said he was inside his home when he heard a loud crash come from outside at around 2 a.m. local time. The crash, according to the report, was Holly's vehicle, which accelerated after the attack, smashing through a nearby chain link fence and rolling toward a nearby playground where it eventually came to a stop. Authorities said that the officers found Holly inside the patrol car after she failed to respond to their radio request. Video shared to social media showed the moments following the attack and subsequent crash. The man, apparently filming the video, can be heard saying, Don't call the police. Don't. The man adds that police only harass people within the community. A woman says, We can't let him die. I guess she assumed that this this officer was a guy. Reporter Justin Fenton tweeted the video, video, captioning it, Instagram video that appears to show immediate aftermath of officer being shot this morning in Curtis Bay. Don't call the police. Person shooting the video says we can't let them die. Woman responds. Okay. 
Um, again, this this officer, Holly, the last name is Holly. Uh, Kiona, Kiona Holly. So it's a woman. Yeah, she's fighting for her life. She got shot because apparently the reason why she was shot was because she was a police officer. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's basically it. She was a police officer, and so for that very reason, she was shot. And then with this bystander, they felt that this was a justified shooting because all police do is harass people in the community. Now, that is not true. That is not true. I don't know anything about Baltimore, so I can't. I can't speak to it. I don't know uh, what their culture is like or what they're dealing with as far as their law enforcement goes. I don't. I really don't know. You know, I'm from Chicago, grew, grew up and raised here. Trust me, not all cops are great. Some of them are just. They're just. They suck. I'll just say. I'll just put it lightly like that. And they. They are. They're power tripping, right? They got a badge, and they walk around. You know, chest puffed out because they were the kid bullied in high school, and then they finally got a gun and a vest and a badge. And they're rolling around in the gang of blue. So some of them, yeah, they've been corrupted by a sense of power that they have been given out in the streets. I'm not taking that away. I'm sure that that's universal. I mean, this is, again, the heart of man that we're talking about. So I'm sure for a fact that, you know, there are some just messed up people out there. There's some bad eggs in the organization. But again, logic follows that any organization is going to have a bad egg. See, I work in sales. I like to think of myself as a as a salesperson that works with integrity, with honesty, and and sells the product exactly how it needs to be sold, so that way the prospect makes an informed decision. But guess what? I'm pretty sure, as good as my company is, I'm pretty sure there's some bad salespeople in the company, and they've been fired. I've been I've already heard stories. They've done some shady stuff in order to make a deal. Are you going to say that every salesperson, every single one of them are evil and corrupt and do evil practices and they they deserve to get shot up as soon as you can identify that the person sells for a living? Of course, you wouldn't say that if you're a logical thinking person because that's insane. Of course, you wouldn't say that. But here we are justifying a senseless, evil attempt of a person's life for the mere fact that they are police officers this woman i don't know her i she, she i have no idea what, what kind of uh action she's taking in the streets so i'm not going to speak about it but i like to think that this woman actually loves her job i mean the article literally does say that this was her dream her dream was to become a police officer and uh, normally those people with a dream of just serving and doing something that's noble of a higher calling, if they view it in that sense, not in the sense of just grasping power, but normally when they view it that way, they're good. You know, they're not perfect, but they're good and they're not out there to to flex on anyone. They're just trying to do what they feel a sense of calling to do. And guess what? I believe God has called people to serve in law enforcement, to be honorable and uh, people with integrity, Christians behind a vest and a badge that use that power and submit it back to Christ for his glory, but then work out in the streets as a sense of, again, higher calling, and they're protecting people, and they do it laying their lives on the line. Because guess what? These guys want to go home too. These guys want to be with their families and their wives and their kids too, but they, they take a job that doesn't pay them actually all that well. 
I mean, if they manage the money, they can make a living off of it. But they're not rich. I mean, I'll be real. Uh, the the career that I'm in, I can make way more money than a cop. Honestly, uh, as a salesperson, way more. I can make doctor money. And I'm not doing this to boast. I'm just trying to give you an idea that these guys put on a badge and they go out there for decent, all right pay. Benefits should definitely, you know, keep them in line. But they do it to as a sense of a bigger calling. You know, laying their lives on the line. And I believe God is honored by those that honor him the right way in that field. Again, I don't know anything about uh, Officer Holly. I don't know her her heart. I don't know her integrity. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, that doesn't matter. I wouldn't be in the midst of them saying, do not call the cops because all they do is bad. Like, I can't label all of them like that. I can't. And it is... It is insanity that that person would just be able to justify that without any remorse. Isn't that insane? It's insane to me. But this this is just a simple example, a more recent example of the insanity that is happening within our culture in America and truly around the world. And which is why I've called this uh, episode Mass Psychosis. Again, I, I heard this on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast from a doctor speaking to Joe as Joe is asking what is happening, why are, uh, why is the government hiding these certain things, trying to ban I- ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, what's happening in the culture, and he brings up mass psychosis. I mean, you got to listen to the whole thing. It's a very long show. You know Joe Rogan's shows go long. But he brings up mass psychosis. He breaks it down to four steps on what happens to people. And then it just it just intrigued my mind. I then looked it up and found this article. I will list it in the show notes. It's going to be a link. I highly encourage you to read it. And they have a video that's connected to YouTube. It's called A Killing of the Mind. Again, this um, this article will be linked to the show notes. So you'll have all of that in there. Look it up. Look at it. Watch it. Read it. Do it. Do it. I only share this because I truly care and because I love the truth and because I feel God has called me to speak the truth no matter what. And I mean it no matter what. So uh, reading this, I'm just going to read you know bits and pieces of mass psychosis and just give you my commentary on it. And then we're going to dive into scripture towards the end. Because I read these things and it always points me back to the truth of it all. The real truth. I mean, this is true. I'm telling you some true stuff here that the the media would definitely censor. But even the more absolute truth. The absolute truth. There's no more absolute. It's truth. God's word. And what it says about us in our hearts. And this only proves to me that God's word is true. 100%. And I need you to know that. Because my desire is for you to know who Christ is and surrender your life to him. Because there is chaos in the midst of this culture. But Christ is there. Check this out. Uh, Mass psychosis as defined as an epidemic of madness uh, that occurs when a large portion of society loses touch with reality and descends into delusion. All right. This headline is called Mass Psychosis, How How an Entire Population Becomes Mentally Ill by Dr. Joseph Mercola. All right. So there's a quote here in this article that I'm going to reference a little bit later because when we get into the scripture, it's again, you know, men prove that the Bible is true, even if they don't even know it's in the Bible. 
And so this quote I'll reference later. But this section of the article is called Man's Worst Enemy. Um, and uh, basically, when society descends into madness, I'm reading now, the results are always devastating. Jung, who studied mass psychosis, wrote that the individuals who make up the affected society become morally and spiritually inferior. They become unreasonable, irresponsible, emotional, erratic, and unreliable. Worst of all, a psychotic mob will engage in atrocities that any solitary individual within the group would normally never consider. Yet through it all, those affected remain unaware of their condition and cannot recognize the error in their ways. I mean, let's go back to the first article I read to you about that person who's literally saying, don't call the cops, don't do it. They do you know, bad things in the community anyway. Let that person die. Unreasonable, very irresponsible, very emotionally driven, of course, and erratic, just straight erratic. It's insane. And this is something that normal people would never actually consider. They just wouldn't think this way. But this is what we're seeing. This is exactly what is happening right now. I've already read you an article of the most earliest circumstance or event. But I've been reading articles since 2020 when everything has spit off. And this has been very consistent. Very consistent. And so, very interesting. What causes mass psychosis? I love this this part. It's just like I, I dove into it. I'm going to read. I'm just going to read, guys. And, of course, I encourage you to read it yourself. To understand how an entire society can be driven to madness, you must first understand what drives any given individual to insanity. Barring drug or alcohol abuse or brain injury, psychosis is typically triggered by psychogenetic factors, i.e. influences that originate in the mind. All right, keep that in mind, guys. That's very important stuff. I read this a couple times already. One of the most common psychogenetic factors that can trigger psychosis is a flood of, hear this, negative emotions such as fear or anxiety that drives a person into a state of panic. When in a panic, the natural inclination is to what? Seek relief, right? If you're in panic, you don't want to be in panic mode. You're trying to find relief from panic, all right? That's that's what's really happening. Again, remember, psychosis is triggered with a flood of negative emotions such as fear and anxiety or anxiety or both, obviously, a a psychologically resilient individual may adapt by facing their fear and ultimately defeating it. I mean, dude, that goes to personal development, right? We're all afraid of something. We all fear a lot of things, change, something something bad happening to ourselves. We don't want to die. We always want to be safe. We always want to be successful. We never want to be lacking. And sometimes these fears... The people that that face those fears, overcome it, they're usually the stories we read about, right? And these guys that overcome and and become heroes or become successful, you know, they they impact lives, they start businesses, nonprofits, churches, organizations. I mean, the people that seek to fight the fear and face it are typically the guys that we, we, you know, we respect, and even if they're not famous, and, and we all have someone who's very resilient and who's able to do that, face these things. So there's that, right? That person may ultimately defeat it, 
But another coping mechanism, and again, I'm reading again. So another coping mechanism is a psychotic break, okay? As, as explained in the video, a psychotic break is not the descent into chaos, but rather a reordering of one's experiential world in a, war in a way that blends fact and fiction, reality and illusions, in such a way that a sense of control is restored and panic ends. The psychogenetic steps that lead to madness can be summarized as follows. Phase of panic. So, phase of panic. Here, the individual begins to perceive the world around him or her in a different way and is frightened on account of it. And honestly, in the beginning, I felt that personally. I was freaked out and I felt like I didn't recognize the world I was living in anymore. Reading on, there's a perceived threat, whether it be real, fabricated, or imagined. Confusion grows as they can't find a way to rationally explain the strange occurrences taking place around them. So, most people were scared of what? White supremacy, COVID-19, the police being evil, racist, um, hunters that are out there hunting, black and minority people, fabrication, confusion, imagined. My, my fear, I believe, to this day, was a very real fear of... A government going into full-on totalitarianism, which I still think is actually happening. And I think for the most part, it's it's pretty obvious. It's not a conspiracy theory anymore. It's pretty much out there. You have to truly want to cover your eyes to not see it. And that's that's part of the psychosis. And that's part of the quote I'm going to read to you later. So keep that in mind. Phase of uh, number two, phase of psychotic insight. So here, the individual manages to explain his abnormal experience of the world by inventing an illogical but magical way of seeing reality. The term insight is used because the magical thinking allows the individual to escape from the panic and find meaning again. And what what gave people meaning to this madness? Black Lives Matter, Antifa, you know, the riots, giving them meaning, believing that what they were doing was was. A good thing it gave them a purpose otherwise they didn't have purpose probably before that however the insight is psychotic because it's based on delusions just as a psychologically weak and vulnerable individual can be driven to madness so can large groups of weak and vulnerable people descend into madness and magical thinking what we are seeing here is a very cult-like manner that's that's exactly what we're seeing because a mass psychosis has taken before in our in our history. I believe in the seven in the sixteenth and seventeenth centuries, a mass psychosis took place with the witch hunts that occurred in America and Europe in that in those centuries, the sixteenth and seventeenth century, and, and when tens of thousands of people, mostly women, were being tortured, drowned, and burned alive at the stake. And now the rise of totalitarianism in the twentieth century. Is, is the most recent example of mass psychosis, which is like a cult, a mass cult, okay? Now, that's what causes psychosis. It's fear. It's, it's, in, it's um, an overwhelming uh, sense of fear and anxiety and negative emotions. And what gives us negative emotions? The news, the media, the, the headlines, the constant... I mean, all many, uh, many years we, we were told we had a dictator in office as Trump who was a Nazi, who was ushering in white supremacy, who would bring us into World War III, never once got into a war, 
made crazy peace with Jerusalem. And I'm not defending the guy all the way. There's some things I don't like that he's done, like this whole vaccine thing that he's parading around, like the like a salesman for it. It's kind of weird, and, and I'm not too sure about that. But I'm just saying, it was constantly being told to us over and over again, this is what was going to happen, and nothing happened, and then we get Biden, and, and we're seeing more of what they told us was going to happen with Trump happening under Biden's administration. But when you keep doing it over and over again, people start to believe it. And I've gone into arguments with people just telling me they did not like Trump and they couldn't give me any real argument or any real reason. They kept repeating anything the news would say, but then I've already done my homework and I would look into the news and I would actually read things in full context. Any video that they would ever show me that I can tell was cut down into a, a mini sized clip or something, I went to go look for the video in full to watch it in its full context. And all the time I can see what what was being done it was being manipulated propaganda even now has been put out there and people who are low information who are overwhelmed with fear and anxiety especially with COVID-19 I mean they are in a state of panic and right now they're looking for a reason to to subside on that panic and to find peace in the midst of chaos right that's what we do naturally so this psychosis is on a mass massive scale and you, and come on, you can't you can't deny it. You know how many people out there wearing double masks with a shield? Who who you know? I've seen family members come into a restaurant and would wear all that, and then would separate each other from the tables and be pretty much spread out throughout the restaurant because they don't want to be next to each other. Like, why did you even come out in the first place? It it was weird, but it's 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 fear. It's a, a hoping of saving one's life and going back to something. Now, I'm going to continue reading this article a little bit more. Um, there's a subsection called Totalitarianism is a Society Built on Delusions. Now, this is something I've been learning. And clearly what we're seeing is a lot of delusions with white privilege, with, uh, with you know, the Black Lives Matter movements and Antifa, with uh, transgenderism and, and how that is just being shoved on our throats through every commercial, every Netflix show. Like everything, you know, they're taking comic book heroes and now they're making them bisexual, gay. You know, that's what they're doing. It's literally what they're doing. And it's it's all based on delusions, all based on a huge fat lie. The modern phenomenon of total centralized state power coupled with the obliteration of individual human rights in the to totalized state. There are those in power, and they are the objectified masses, the victims. I'm reading right now, guys. In a totalitarian society, there are two classes, the rulers and the ruled. And both groups undergo a pathological transformation. Rulers are raised to a godlike status where they can do no wrong. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, a view that easily leads to corruption and unethical behavior. Again, Dr. Anthony Fauci, you have Nancy Pelosi, you have Hillary Clinton, you have uh, Jeffrey Epstein before they killed him. You have, I mean, all these things, right? We, we can just go back not too far and remember these things. While the ruled, which would be us technically, are transformed into dependent subjects, which leads to psychological regression. Juice Mirlu author of Rape of the Mind, compares the reactions of citizens living in totalitarian states to that of schizophrenics. Both rulers and the ruled are ill. So, so that's, that's key. I'm going to pause right there. Both the rulers 
and the ruled are ill. Now, Biden is definitely ill. He's demented. He has dementia or something. But then you look at Kamala Harris. You look at Chuck Schumer. Again, Nancy Pelosi. You look at Jerry Nadler. You, you look at these individuals, and typically they're mostly Democratic. Some Republicans are definitely in on this too. I, I believe both parties are playing a, a part of this whole big thing. But you can see that they are ill. They are insane, and they, they believe in their insanity. And now they're trying to shove it down on everybody else's throat. But, but keep this in mind. These totalitarian people, they may be intentionally doing this, but they're ill. And those that buy into their lies are just as ill. Both live in a delusional fog, as the entire society and its rules are sustained by delusional thinking. As noted in the video, now I'm reading again, only deluded people regress to a childlike state of to total submissiveness. And only a deluded ruling class will believe they possess the knowledge and wisdom to control society in a top-down manner. And only a deluded person will believe that a power-hungry elite ruling a mentally regressed society will result in anything but mass suffering and financial ruin. The mass psychosis that is totalitarianism begins with the ruling class, as the individuals within the class are easily enamored with delusions that argument their power. Augment, augment their power my apologies and no delusion is greater than the delusion that they can and should indeed are destined to control and dominate all others whether the totalitarian mindset takes the form of communism fascism technocracy a ruling elite that has succumbed to their own delusions of grandeur then sets about to indoctrinate the masses into their own twisted worldview all that's needed to accomplish the reorganization of society is the, manip the manipulation of collective feelings. And it's been done, and I think they're doing a good job. They are killing the mind. They are changing words and definitions. It's happening. It is a delusion. And it's, 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 it's on a great scale. We know that it does start with the power-hungry elite ruling because guess what? It's not just the Democratic Party or the government. It's corporate America. It's United. It's Apple. It's Google. It's Facebook. It's Twitter. It's, it's these big chains that will shut you down, not allow you to shop at their place unless you show vaccine passports. They will fire you unless you get vaccinated. We are not dealing with with a small group of cult people that we can just easily shut down. We are dealing on a very global scale, not just massive in our country, but on a global scale, a takeover of totalitarianism. And this is a mass psychosis being injected into us. So that way they can offer the solution. Because again, what is happening here? Well, there's a panic, there's a terror, there's a fear, and they keep pushing it down. What is the, the main source of that fear? COVID-19. That's why they're going to keep coming up with variants. We have Delta, now we have Omicron. Trust me, there's more to come. Tupac, Tupac Shakur variant is coming through. You know, I saw a video on Instagram about that. It was hilarious, but it, it, it held a lot of truth to it. It's not going to stop. This crisis with technology of today, for totalitarians of today, is a goldmine for them. Joseph Stalin could only wish for, for such technology today back then. Hitler could have, I mean, who, he wouldn't even know what to do with it. I mean, eventually they would have figured it out, though, and they would have been like, my goodness, we are, we're in power forever. And unless we stand up and speak the truth to those that are around us in our circle, we will be taken over. And... It's not just you. It's your kids. It's your kids' kids. 
Are you a dad? Are you a mom? Are you okay with leaving them behind in such a a, a state only for them to finally come to realize that you did nothing because you were afraid to speak up? You told it the line. I had this conversation with my best friend yesterday. We may think that we can't do anything about this because we don't have huge platforms or something of that nature. It's not true, though. The disciples started off 12 and whatever other number. They preached the gospel. They were martyred for it except for one. And to this day in the year 2021, Christianity is huge. And people are coming to, to the knowledge of Christ and their eyes are opening up. So it, it really just does start with discipleship. It starts with you being faithful to those that God has placed in your circle and being faithful to them in preaching the gospel and the truth of what the heck is happening out here in this in this craziness. All right. Um, killing the mind. Menticide is a term that means killing of the mind. And it's an ancient way of controlling the masses by systemically killing the human spirit and free thought. It's a system through which the ruling elite imprints their own delusional worldview onto society. Again, that's exactly what they're doing. A society is primed for a menticide by the intentional sowing of fear. A particularly effective way to induce fear and panic that results in psychosis is the unleashing of waves of terror. And it doesn't matter if the terror in question is real or fictitious. The waves of terror technique can be graphed out as an escalating wave pattern where each round of fear is followed by a round of calm. Okay, again, we have variants. This is actually what's happening. So this is true. We get a Delta variant, we get scared, we're calm. Omicron's back, or a new variant called Omicron. I keep getting that mixed up. But now we're afraid of that, right? Contradictory reports, nonsensical recommendations, and blatant lies are deployed intentionally all the time. I mean, you get you got to walk into a restaurant with a mask, but when you sit down, COVID-19 will not touch you. It's stupid. Just dumb. As a as it heightens confusion, the more confused a population is, the greater the state of anxiety. Again, we're, we're being flooded with these strong, fearful emotions, which reduces society's ability to cope with the crisis. As the ability to cope withers, the greater chances a mass psychosis will develop. Guys, I want to read this whole thing to you because sometimes I believe people don't read. <laughs> um, but But this will be a little bit longer than I want it to be. I'm already 35 minutes in. What I want to do now is kind of summarize this and to say that this is um, what is happening, I honestly believe, is a um, purpose plan. It is to produce mass psychosis, to drive fear into the masses, to, to create anxiety, and to isolate. And, what, and they did do that. They locked us down. They didn't want us going into facility, facilities like gyms, churches, um, anything that brought camaraderie and i always had a theory and i still i think this theory is pretty true it's because when you get around people and that and those scenes you have conversations i mean wars were started and revolutions were started after a night at the bar <laughs> like uh and, and obviously in the church we we preach the gospel we talk about christ we read the scriptures we we sharpen one another and we lead each other into the truth guided by the scriptures the scriptures are completely against any totalitarian society it just is so they don't want us to get together because having conversation and being able to have a person who is normal and has um, their, their faculties in order can talk and speak life into you and bring you out of that state of psychosis. It is very possible. The word of God changes people. 
And just a caring friend who could just tell you the truth in due time can open your eyes. It happens all the time. Lies spread fast, but the truth prevails all the time. All the time. And they didn't want us to get with each other, around each other, because they know there are going to be some people that don't buy this BS. They just know it. And so this is why censorship has to take place. This is why they have to censor the, uh, the articles and then come up with fact checkers, quote unquote, uh, you know, just to, to tell people that yeah, actually you're lying or you don't know what you're saying. But in reality, they're just opinion uh, organizations that have an opinion, but put a fact check on, on the label. But it it does something to the mindset of the person. Now, the person constantly reading uh, things on the on social media doesn't even I mean, they'll read a headline and at best, that's it. That's it. They're not going to go and dive deeper. Where does this come from, though, guys? Like, where? I mean, clearly this is happening, right? And so it makes sense, the fear and the the anxiety and everything that the media is pushing down our throats. They want mass psychosis. So that way they could provide the solution. What is their solution? The vaccines. And then give up your freedoms in order to, to get it back, quote unquote. But there is no end in sight. You have to know that. You have to know that. There is no end in sight. Okay? The truth is, they need you to need them to buy into their insanity because they truly do believe in their insanity. Once they get that power, they're not letting it go. And you will give up everything just to be safe. And that right there should tell you a lot about your own heart, your own place in life. If that's how you are and that's what you're willing to do, then you don't honor or fear the true and living God. You love yourself. You love you and the life you have here. But I promise you, you are trading something for for eternity in separation with God if you're not careful. All right. So with that being said, guys, I want to dive in to a passage of scripture. I really want to read through this fast. I I try to keep my podcast episodes within 20 to 30 minute range, but you know, I just can't stop because I feel like this is very important. Okay. So forgive me guys. I, I hope this is providing value because what I'm about to read next, this is for your soul. And this is the truth that God is, is revealed to us through his word, through Christ. Romans chapter 1, verse 18. I read this years ago, and it blew my mind then, and it blows my mind even more now, how well God knows us. Not just because he knows us well and he spent time with us. I mean, he created us, and he knows what we're doing. And what we're doing is is what causes our insanity. So check this out. Uh, again, Romans chapter 1, verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness, meaning their sin, their desire of serving themselves, their sexual immorality, their drunkenness, their their lying, their cheating, their stealing, their killing, you know, their greed, their envy, their lust, all that, right? By their unrighteousness, suppress the truth. All right? By their unrighteousness, suppress the truth. So that means they are hold they hear the truth. And they take it and they bury it underneath all their love for their sin. And in the book of John, we we are told that men, uh, Christ was the light of men, but men loved the darkness. 
They loved the darkness. They they did not they rejected Christ. They didn't love God because God was against the thing that they loved, which was their darkness, their sins. They loved it. And they rejected truth because Christ is the light and Christ illuminates and shows you the area of your ways in your sin. The law of God will reveal to you your sin. All right. So we suppress the truth in our unrighteousness, in our love for sin. We hear the truth. It is the truth. There's no denying it's the truth. Deep down in your heart, you know it is, but you take it and you you try to, like a beach ball, you try to push it down with weights in the water because it always wants to surface back up. But you keep piling on it, piling on it, and it's suppressed. It's being held down by unrighteousness. For what can be known about God is plain to them. Again, we hear the truth. We know the truth. We know it when we hear it. We just don't want to hear it. Because, again, the Bible is telling us what can be known about God is plain to them. It's plain to us. Because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. Pause. When you look around, you look at the moon, look at the trees, look at the skies, look at the birds, you you recognize the science and what it teaches us that, that uh, the plants and the trees give us oxygen and we breathe this out. And it's so detailed. It's so in order. It's so purposeful. It is It is there in its cosmic force and, and it plays its purpose. One thing goes out of balance and it's a chaotic system in the world. God has revealed himself. There is a creator. And in the things that were created, we can perceive that God is there. Even if you don't believe in the God of the Bible, you have to get it to this point that there is a creator out there. Now, I know the, the God of the Bible is the only true God, but I'm just trying to walk you there. And if you're not there, there is a creator out there. And he is perceived by all the things that have been created before us. That's what we call a uh, general revelation. All right. That's it's out there. We can see it. Everything is in order. We know it. We know it. It's like you look at a house and then you ask someone, hey, how do you know if someone built that house? A logical person will have to say, well, because the house is there. I mean, it didn't build itself, did it? Of course not. Logically speaking, that makes no sense. It's not, you know, it's not going to nail itself. It's not going to, you know, break off uh, wood and shape it off the way it needs to be shaped and the blueprint of what the homeowners wanted to do in order to get there. Anyway, you get the point. This is how we know, and so th- this is what we have. But again, we don't want to do that. We don't want to listen to that because of our own. Uh, our unrighteousness okay verse 21 for although they knew god they did not honor him as god or give thanks uh, to him but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened so they knew god but they didn't want to honor god because they loved their sin and they suppressed the truth they they brought it down they can clearly see that god is there they can see that he has created things and they're here, I mean, you being here right now as an intellectual creature amongst all animals that are not really, <laughs> you start to, you have to, you can't deny it anymore is what I'm trying to say, okay? But because we were doing that, we became futile in our thinking and in their foolish hearts, we were darkened. We were darkened in our foolishness. And then verse 22 literally is telling us exactly how I see people today acting. Claiming to be wise, they became fools 
and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Idol worship. And we do it all the time now. I got a friend and he, you know, if he hears this, he's going to know I'm talking about him. But uh, hey, it's the truth. He, he said it. Uh, Kanye West, he kind of follows him like a cult leader. Like I'm in, he even said, I'm in this cult. Well, just proves and goes to show that, again, man will worship something or someone. But for some reason, we will not worship the one true God. Because God has a standard, it's holy, and we love our sin. Again, I'm just going to repeat that. Verse 24, therefore God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity. See, so, okay, even before I even keep going into this, 45 minutes into the podcast, I hope this is okay. I got to read that quote for, for you guys. There was a quote that was pretty profound. It's by a man named Gustave Le Bon. He's a French social psychologist renowned for his study of crowds. He has a book that's called The Crowd, A Study of the Popular Mind. This is his quote. The masses have never thirsted after truth. They turn aside from evidence that is not to their taste, preferring to defy error if error seduced them. Whoever can supply them with illusions is easily their master. Whoever attempts to destroy their illusions is always their victim. We don't want the truth. This guy can clearly perceive this. And the Bible has clearly told us this before this guy has ever lived. We suppress the truth in our unrighteousness because we prefer the error because it seduces us. It gives us the gratification that we want. Sexual gratification, drunken gratification, being drugged up out of your mind gratification, having all the money in the world gratification and being greedy about it. You know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And you should know this by now. And we, some of us still practice this to this day and, and battle it, right? This man gets it. He probably is not a Christian. I don't know. But I'm just saying, the Bible tells us that the law of God is written in our hearts. It's like we, it's like the Bible is always confirming to us what we can naturally kind of come to conclusion about because it's in us. God has put it in us. We are created for his glory. We are created for him. That's, that's, we are made in the image of God. Look, I mean, I, I read you a quote from this man. Because, yeah, we've never thirsted after truth. We just prefer error if it seduces us. And who can ever, whoever can supply us with the illusions, that's our master. If it's the government, fine. If it's, uh, if it's a celebrity, fine. If it's this weed that I'm smoking, fine. If it's this, if it's this, uh, this bottle that I'm, I'm bleeding, fine. Like, whatever it is, you know, if it's sex with many different women or men or vice versa, fine. If it's just that one girlfriend I am so deep in love with I can worship her, fine. As long as you gratify my my error and seduce me with it because I feel good about it. All right? So what happens then? This is a complete rejection of God. This is a complete rejection of his truth. This is a complete rejection of his law. A complete rejection of Christ who died on the cross for those very sins I'm talking about. It's so easy for us to get into a mass psychosis kind of state of mind because we're always looking to worship something. We want to have peace eternally and we know we don't have it. And so... We, we we will literally lose our minds and do the most insane things ever just to have it. And and why? Well, verse 24 and, verse cha- and chapter 1 of Romans will give us the answer. Therefore, God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they ch- exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, 
who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions, for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. Did you hear all that? I'm trying to go fast here. God gave us up to the things that we desire the most, which is sin and gratification of our sins. And so what we did is then... Uh, exchange the truth about God for a lie. We worship all the things I mentioned earlier and, and we just reject the one who actually created us. So he gives us up to our hearts, which is filled with lust and impurities. He says, you want it, then fine, have it. You don't trust that what I have for you is actually good. You, you think you have all the answers, oh man, oh dusty man, then, then have it. And so we have it. So we have exactly what we want. But don't you see the chaos in it? I mean, the chaos is right before us. Verse 26, For this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. What is contrary to nature? Well, if you're, having, if you're trying to have sexual relations with someone of the same gender, that is contrary to nature. If you're trying to do that with a, a child and you're a grown adult, contrary to nature. To, to, to animals. I mean, there's a thing called bestiality. There are people out there that still do it. Contrary to nature. And men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. You can deduce that what is talked about here is the sexual perversion and immorality of homosexuality but that's not to exclude those that are outside of marriage as well doing some some crazy sexual deviant things you know having orgies you know multiple partners um doing just some insane messed up stuff that's supposed to be honoring God and 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 a blessing in the confines and the covenant of marriage that's not to exclude that. That is all part of that. But obviously we see here the light of homosexuality because God is saying that people have exchanged natural relations with one another to be consumed with passion for one another of the same gender committing these shameless acts. This is the result of, of God saying, here, you want your sin? Have it. We get so depraved that this is how we get to. We do it on the individual level, but now look at the mass psychosis is happening. Now everyone's doing it together collectively. It's always been here. You know, people have struggled with the sin for forever. Obviously, it's in the scriptures, so people have sinned with this. It's sin. It corrupts the heart. But we're seeing it almost flexing before us because it's been given the right to just go ahead and have at it. But it's causing chaos. I mean, you can't deny it. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, this is verse 28, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, covetousness, you know, wanting what doesn't belong to you that belongs to someone else. I mean, I saw Black Lives Matter saying that the people, the homeowners of a certain uh, land, they needed to give up their homes because apparently they stole that land. They want what they have. Tax the rich, covetousness, right? They want what they have, right? You know, the, these things that we keep hearing that they're supposed to sound self-righteous, they're really not. I mean, they're self-righteous, but they're not really righteous is what I'm trying to say. Malice. They are full of envy, right? Again, you know, reparations, right? They, you know, go loot a Gucci or a Macy's because that's reparations. Said a woman, a Black Lives Matter activist in Chicago. 
You can find that on the news. Uh, it's a clip. That's reparations. Envy. Wanting something that, that you know, want, wanting to have that. Murder. Well, look what happened. They killed a cop because it's a cop because they bought into a narrative that psychosis is kicking in. And they're doing, and they're willing to see someone die. They are both complicit and, and, uh, um, complicit and something, there's another word for it. But either way, the person that shot them and the person that says, I, I don't mind looking and seeing them die, both are involved. Both have conviction against them. Murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil. I mean, trust me, the elites are inventing some interesting evil now. Disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's decree that those who practice such things deserve to die. And this is the kicker. And this is exactly what's happening in our culture. They not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. I will encourage you guys to take some time and read Romans chapter 1 verse 18 on down study it and uh and pray it is a mess and what we are seeing is a push of mass psychosis is a huge cult so that way they can offer the the safe haven of the vaccine and look around you there are some people that won't even get near you because you're not vaccinated even though people that are vaccinated can still catch the COVID 19 virus so it's not just because of political parties this is more than that this is way more than that this is god turning us over to our ways because in judgment this is we are living under judgment and unless we repent and unless we come back to christ because that's the only way this is going to end is that the church stand up preach the gospel and we start speaking the truth of what they're saying is the truth and though we know is a lie unless we do that we will be overcome and we will lose our souls in the process but trust this, God will and has overcome. He has elected those of his own church and he has set them apart. And if that's you, then God is faithful and just to finish what the good work that he started. But you are called to live to his glory and to live not by lies. That's the key. We can't live by lies and we can't be afraid to speak the truth. That is the answer to this. First, I read this passage of scripture to give you an understanding of why we have descended such in such a way. Because we have turned our backs on God. We love our sin. We hate Christ. Now, if you are hearing this and you're a Christian or you are, are hearing the truth of the gospel, run to him, repent. And if you repented and you have the truth, the gospel, Jesus is the only one who can save us. It's the only, the only message that can truly open the hearts and minds. The Holy Spirit can only do that. I will say that to the day I die. I don't care what happens. I will speak the truth. I will not live by lies. What we are seeing in our culture, it is true chaos. It's And it's on purpose. I don't care. Call me a conspiracy theory uh, theorist. Say it. I don't care. It's already in there. It's on, it's on the walls. All right? You got to be truly in love with your life and your sin in order to cover your eyes and say, I don't see it, blah, 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 blah. I can't hear you. You have to be. Because it, it's right there. It is on the walls. But trust that, that Christ, he has the last say. And he will be returning. I don't know when. I don't know when. I mean, I honestly don't. So I'm not going to be that guy. I have no idea. This could happen for another. We might plunge into this darkness for a thousand years. Who knows? Unless 
we repent and we speak the truth and preach the gospel and maybe God relents. Nevertheless, his will be done and not ours, right? That's our prayer. So I hope you got some value out of this. I hope that uh, you forgive me for it being literally an hour-long podcast, but I believe it's important. Uh, it's I, I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about the truth, and I want you to know it so you can share it with other people. So with that being said, please share this with other people. Uh, subscribe to this podcast and leave me a review. It would really mean a lot. It will help. I do this because I want the truth to get out there. Literally, that's all I want. If you want to help support me, check the show notes. But nevertheless, share this. Really, that's all I care about. Just share this and leave me a review. Go to my website at um, chaosinchrist.com. You can leave me a voice message there. Um, and then, you know, let's engage. Let's connect. Leave me your email. I, I, I want to stay connected. This is what it's about. We have to we have to see what's happening. We have to call it out. And we have to put our faith in Christ. All right? So, Thank you for staying tuned with me. And uh, just remember, in the midst of chaos, Christ is there. God bless you.